One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go, 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 go. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers. And there's no football tonight on a Thursday. I forgot to look at the schedule for that. That, that There was supposed to be, though. There was. I think it was the Chiefs-Bills. Whatever game got moved to Sunday or whatever. I think it was Chiefs-Bills got moved to Monday. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right, because they weren't going to have enough time with their Yeah, because the Bills played on Tuesday. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I don't remember, but either way, how wild that have been if they're like, nah, 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 we got this. Wait, by the way, love this shirt. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Favorite non-existent band. Um, Little Sebastian's one of the best songs ever written. Oh, five thousand candles in the wind. Maybe I've got the guitar right here. Maybe at some point we'll jam <laughs> it. I, I know the song. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, the end of the Seahawks Vikings game that we didn't get to talk about. Then we're going to talk Bills Titans because that's pretty big story wise. Um, and then, uh, but, and, and then we're going to uh, talk about the upcoming games for week six. But first, we need to talk about the biggest news coming out of today. Le'Veon Bell is signing a one year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Hanson. Did the Chiefs just win the Super Bowl? Um, so I I texted you immediately. I saw that. I was like, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. Um, as soon as I saw it. And I uh, uh yeah, I think so. And it sucks because they're the Packers are really good this year. And NFL.com even has them number one in the power rankings pre Le'Veon Bell signing with the Super Bowl champion. Patrick Mahomes owning Chiefs. So, uh, yeah. Here's um, the thing. I think the Chiefs were already a favorite to win the Super Bowl. I, I mean, they were my prediction. I think they were most people's prediction. I don't think it's a bold statement to say that they were going to win it reg- or before. No, but this what? is like, this is like, like I said before, it's like adding DeMarcus Cousins to the Golden State Warriors. It's like you got him on a, a vet minimum, and it's like, yeah, you're probably going to win the whole thing anyway. Now, Grant, they all got injured at the end, so that kind of sucked for them. But like, you're probably going to win the damn thing. You don't need to put another Pro Bowler on your team. But here's the thing how much better does it actually make them? Because I, honestly, significantly with how strong their line is. But and now they've got two strong running threats. See, but they already had Clyde Edwards Alaire, who I he's he's done the part. He hasn't looked extremely impressive, but honestly, neither has Love Bell in the last two years. But I'm gonna talk about that in a second, too. But they also have Darwin Thompson, who uh played very well in the playoffs last year. Like we know that these Chiefs don't necessarily need a huge name running back. Now, I'm not saying that this isn't going to make them better because I do believe it makes them better, but like how much better? Because we've already seen what Clyde has been able to do in this offense. Like is Lev really going to be that much better than this young running back who doesn't have as much miles? Well, Lev can catch a ball. That also so helps. Can, so uh, well, Clyde. I, I know that's what I'm saying. So what, what that allows is for them to open up their offense a little bit more. Now you're adding a receiver in the backfield when you might be showing a run option. So like you're giving the defense something more to look at and it's getting a little bit more confusing because you know, Patrick Mahomes could run. You have two backs that could be lined up next to him that could get run or line up for a pass. You, I mean, you've got a huge tight end that could be ready and wide open immediately or set up for a block. I just think it adds another like another dimension to their offense that they didn't necessarily need, but they're just going to be like kicking a dead horse. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not knocking Love Bell. Like he has been. Oh, stuck no, in the, this is he, the right move. Get he, your ring, man. He's been stuck in the Adam Gay system for two years now after yeah. setting out a year for, with Pittsburgh. Like it's the Adam Gase is the one is the is where players go to die basically until they get to leave and or until they're freed from the situation, which Love Bell has been. I think he will have a good rest of the season. I think he'll prove himself and earn a starting contract next year where he'll earn that money again. Um, because like you said, like the Jets are still paying him his guaranteed contract. 
and the Chiefs get to pay him minimum, which is totally fine. Like that's what the the Jets knew that when they released him, like that. Yeah. And so, like that makes total sense to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I would have liked for Buffalo to maybe push to try to get him. They it feels like they needed a, a running back a little bit more. Um, but I uh, yeah. But if you're if you're Le'Veon Bell, where are you going? If they're offering you a spot, I'm the Chiefs. Well, and, yeah, that, that's you don't thing, have a ring like the Chiefs and the Bills are both extremely. Um, well, what's the word like tempting to go to, to sign to like either one would have been good. In my opinion, the Chiefs probably do outweigh. But, but I mean, who, who knows? Like, we don't know what happens with injuries. We saw Pat Mahomes go down for a lot for games last year. We don't we don't know what's going to happen. But this I don't know. Um, it, it's an interesting move with the with the Chiefs. You can kind of tell that they maybe think that Clyde isn't there yet that they still like him because they only signed love to the one-year deal. They like Clyde, but yeah. not quite yet. They think, you know, let's get, let's get Le'Veon Bell right now. Well, the reason they let's signed go win him, the Super Bowl, the one-year deal, just to be clear is because of the, the release rules in the NFL, because the jets are paying. I mean, he's getting a vet minimum probably, which is like 1.4 million or something stupid like that, but he's supposed to be getting 15 million this season. So the Jets are footing 13 and a half million of the bill. But still, if they thought Clyde was the guy right now, they wouldn't even look at Lev Bell. Like, oh, they no, obviously, no, no, no. They, they I, obviously. I'm just talking wanted, about the yeah. one year deal, deal with Lev Bell. Like the reason they didn't sign him long term is because one, he's not necessarily worth it yet because he's kind of played like garbage. Yes. Under Adam Gase, which kind of sucks, but like, the opportunity is going to be there now for him to show in this one year deal, kind of like what Dak was trying to show off this year, unfortunately, which ended in an injury. But I, this is a huge opportunity for him because talk about the most nationally televised games, too. So if he's trying to, like, he's playing on the biggest stages now the rest of the season. So mm-hmm. I, the, the really good move. And I think that's the thing about the Bills, even with how good they are, they don't get on TV as much as they should be. And when you're a guy trying to market yourself for a future franchise, I, I think that's a, probably a smarter move. It's like, why would know, you? Man. The Bills were on Tuesday night football for the first time in 60 years. So, <laughs> How was that game, though? Uh, not good for Buffalo. That's for yeah. damn sure. <clears throat> we're going to get to that in a sec. But, yeah, good move by Love. I think the Chiefs were already going to win. Um, this gives them a little bit of an edge. I don't know. Maybe Love is washed. I'm not saying he is. I doubt he is. I think he's still very good. But there's that off chance that he just lost it after he left Pittsburgh. There'd- I I just think the the how much better the line is, the offensive line well, is just the Kansas offense, City. just the, yeah. and the the offensive mind that you have just running it. Yeah, like uh, it. There's so many things that could go right in Kansas well, exactly. City right now that could just blow up the NFL and complete because like San Francisco is dead, right? It, it Baltimore might be on the ropes, but I mean, we, we did see, I mean, we, we did see the chiefs kind of choke a little bit, but it's really between the Packers and the chiefs right now. It really so. does feel like it. I think the Titans might actually be up in there too, because just because they're, the way they're they have Buffalo syndrome too. They don't get enough national TV. Attention. No, I, I I'm just saying like, as far as super bowl contenders, Oh yeah. I think the Titans are up there. You look at the, if you look at the stats of, uh, um, Ryan Tannehill and Patrick Mahomes compared over the last 16 games. Tannehill actually is doing better than Mahomes in the last 16 games played. So, and that's not counting Mahomes' injuries either. Like that's the last, the rolling last 16 yeah. games played. That's crazy. All right, let's uh, let's finish up talking about the Seahawks Vikings because we started that in the last show, but we ended the show before the game was over. Um, but the Seahawks ended up winning like we kind of figured. Um, 27, 26, but in really exciting fashion, Russell Wilson with a minute 19 leading the team down um, uh, for the game winning score after the Seahawks get a fourth down fourth and one stop. I believe it was, which you have to think the Vikings actually probably would have converted if they had Delvin cook. I mean, one yard, man, like those guys get paid millions of dollars and all they had to do was go one yard. So does the defense, though. Yeah, but this is the year of the offense in the NFL. We're, we're seeing 50-point games regularly every week. One yard. So 
but you know, get on the Seahawks for getting out of that game, man. That that they really needed that one. Fuck the Vikings. So like, yeah, no, good move. Definitely good win. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Russ is Russ is up there for MVP. I mean, oh yeah. I, to me, it's okay. Hot take. It's still Aaron for in my opinion. It I, because no, I, I'm not disagreeing, but because like yes, Russ has looked great. But he's got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, and he's got Chris Carson. And yes, Aaron has defense. Aaron has Aaron Jones, but we've only had Devontae Adams for one full game. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get him this week. Yes, but, but we also have only had Lazard. We've he's only had Lazard right. for two games, and we. And how long is he out? He's out for well, it was three weeks. Is he, he missed it, and he missed the Atlanta game, so he might be back uh, for Week Seven against Houston. It was three okay. to six weeks. I know they put him on short-term IR. I don't know exactly, but okay, he, he should be back fairly soon. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about that more later. I But Russ is definitely up there. I think it's Russ, Josh Allen, and Aaron Rodgers. I think those are the three right now that we're looking for MVP. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is ageless, man. I He's like a fine football wine, you know? So mm-hmm. I I'm really curious to see how he keeps going over these next couple of years because he's not regressing. I I think his brain is just getting bigger and the way that the game is just getting played now is so beneficial to the quarterback and preserving them. Like I said, a couple weeks ago, the the surplus of quarterbacks is coming. Give it a couple seasons because guys are sticking around forever. It's like the same issue we have with kickers and punters. There's too many kickers and punters and not enough jobs. Speaking of quarterbacks, I mm, stink. I think Drew Brees is going to be done soon, like very I, soon. Well, so Jameis, Win- they're ta- there's little talks going around that Jameis Winston might start the next four games because it's kind of like the- their easy stretch. Mm, no. Or is it not? Is it not the next four? There's, there's a, they have a four game stretch that's an easy stretch. Why even do and, that though? And because you give Drew Brees four weeks to rest his arm. Just don't throw deep. He doesn't throw deep anyway. <laughs> Or listen, Panthers, Bears, Buccaneers, 49ers. That is not easy whatsoever. It might not be those four games. It might be a chunk of four games. Falcons, Broncos, Falcons, Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings, Panthers. I don't see an easy four games in there. All right. I don't see I don't see. I don't even even if you had a stretch of games that were easy, quote unquote, unless you have the playoffs clinched in this division. Unless you have the playoffs clinched. And even then, you want home field. There is no situation that Drew Brees should be sitting. There's absolutely, but that being said, I think he's retiring. If not this season, the next season, he is going to look bad because he already looks rough out there. Now, I didn't get to watch too much of this game, but the Chargers, I felt like dominated most of this game until I, I don't know what happened late in the game. I don't know if that defense got tired. Because I, I, again, I didn't watch, but kudos to the Saints for forcing overtime and getting that 30 to 27 win. It's just rough for this rookie uh, to be in so many of these close games. He's, he's taken Mahomes, Brady, and um, Drew Brees to the limit now. Like Justin Herbert looks great. Yeah. Um, and I did find the stretch of four games, by the way the Falcons, Broncos, Falcons, and the Eagles. That's against what is right now 0 and 5, 1 and 3, 0 and 5, and 1, 3 and 1. I still, I would never take the Falcons likely. It's Jameis Winston, though. But okay, but, but we're still, talking I would, about a, a quarterback that's not bad. Like, he threw 30 interceptions last season. Yeah, but you also have to remember this is a season where teams are putting up massive numbers and giving up turnovers and winning games. It's because there's good quarterbacks starting on every team. At, but look who they're playing against. So they're, th- those are the teams that are losing high scoring games because they can't score. But did you see the Eagles against the, like the Eagles aren't, you can't say the Eagles are bad either. Did you see Carson them Wentz can, Carson Wentz cannot carry a team anymore. He just put up 28 points uh, against the Steelers defense. Lightning can strike once. And the Broncos almost beat the Patriots. Listen, (laughs) I I understand. They're all NFL teams. They can beat each other on any given day. But on paper, those are the four games that were going to be the easiest for their schedule and would make the most sense to play Jameis. There is absolutely no scenario that I am sitting 
Drew Brees for Jameis Winston unless the playoffs are clinched. Because if Winston goes in, all right, say you want to play Winston, and the Falcons put up 60 points, and then the Eagles put up 40 points, and then the Falcons put up another 50 points, and now Winston is throwing four interceptions a game, and you're not winning those games, and then you miss the playoffs by two games. What happens then? Well, so here's the thing. When he comes back, if he sits for those four days, if he comes back, there's three games left in the season, the Chiefs, the Vikings, and the Panthers. And those are most likely going to be the deciding factors for the season. I honestly don't think the quarterback performance difference between Drew Brees and Jameis Winston would majorly affect those four games. To be completely honest, I, 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 and if it were, it's maybe 10 points that the Saints would have won by anyway extra. Like, I think they win all four of those games with Jameis Winston as their quarterback. Keep in mind, last time Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions, the team that he was playing for was a little bit different. He's got, a, in my opinion, a much smarter coach, Sean Payton. Like, they're, they know what all they're right. doing. Already this season, we have seen quarterback play from the backups i would even say okay look at how kyle allen played and and alex smith throw them in there compared to Dwayne haskins that offense does not look the same without Dwayne. has say what you want about Dwayne haskins but that offense did not look the same on sunday um um who is the other one that we saw already this year brick uh, look at nick Foles compared to mitch trubisky there, yes, the quarterback margins are shorter. I mean, CJ Beathard and New, get that out of here in Fort in San Francisco. The margins are slim, but, but these quarter, the, the, uh, no, I'm not ever take. Look at look at what Brian Hoyer did compared to Cam Newton. Plus, there's a game plan. The the the, the whole game script, the whole playbook changes from Drew Brees to Jameis Winston, because Jameis Winston is a deep ball thrower and Drew Brees is not. The offense would have to learn a whole new thing just for four meaningless games in the middle of the season. And then you'd have to change right back and try to get back into the swing of things before the playoffs. I, it makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so now since the argument for the sake of the show is over, um, I, <laughs> I, I honestly like the thing about Drew Brees, I think we have to step back and take, we have to take a look at the whole season. He's only thrown three interceptions. Like his season's not over. What Drew Brees used to be that guy with that pinpoint accuracy and he dropped shit on a dime and he'd only throw two interceptions a season. Well, okay, but he's still a top 10 quarterback right now. No, he is. So but like he's I, definitely I think, losing that. Like if he plays so, next season, he's not going to be a top 12 no, quarterback. No, he won't. And I the, I think this is definitely his curtain call. So let's hope they can figure out some of their stuff with their wide receiver down there. And what do you yeah, know what's going on with that? He oops. Um yeah, so he I mean, I don't know specifics, but I know he got in a fight uh in practice the weekend before. So he was a healthy scratch for the game for disciplinary reasons. That's why he didn't play. He was gonna play Monday night, uh, but he got in a fight. <laughs> I don't know. Is, Listen, is if I'm game check too for that. I was that's a great question. I have no idea. I was thinking about this. If I'm Michael Thomas. Maybe I'm not happy in New Orleans. Maybe with Drew Brees on the way out, maybe I'm not happy in New Orleans anymore. Honestly, I'm just, I'm just throwing I, yeah. that out there. Do you try to pull a live bell? <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Without What would the trade market be for him right now? It'd be high. It'd be high. But, like, but the thing is, like, who would have something to trade for him? That's the issue. The Cincinnati Bengals and draft picks. Okay, and what scenario do you keep AJ Green? Uh, none. <laughs> you either so, cut him or you add him to the trade. <laughs> a first and a second, and let's say a young defensive or offensive, a young player of some sort. That I I still see a scenario where you can keep AJ Green. Give him Gio Bernard. Although they got two pretty decent running backs. Like I I still that could be a pretty wicked tandem if you could figure out a way within the salary cap because we know I, I, I think AJ's out I think AJ's out no matter what really 
I think so. He he, he was he can't stay healthy. And... He was complaining on their sideline. He doesn't want to be there. It doesn't look they it doesn't look like they want him to be there. But you think Michael Thomas wants to be in Cincinnati? I'm just I'm not saying he wants to be. I'm just saying maybe he but wants out. Is it out. better than New Orleans right now? Is it well, better than New Orleans next season? Well, you now let let's also just not not even think about football for a second. Just imagine living in New Orleans right now. Like imagine how stressful that is, especially this, this summer. So I can imagine definitely looking at Cincinnati and being like, huh? Just saying a big water hate cloud is going to come destroy me twice in two weeks. I'm going to go be in Cincinnati. (laughs) All right. Let's talk. I I make sense. Yeah. Or Buffalo. That could be another one. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just speculation on my part, but that's how I would look at it. Let's yeah. talk about Tuesday night football. Buffalo Bills absolutely shit the bed against the Titans. The Titans coming off of their weird bye week. Not they not forced upon week. themselves. I don't know. That I lo- one of the Titans players after the game was saying, put us in a corner and see what we do. Like, no, you fuckers put yourselves in this own corner. Don't I was about to say don't start that narrative. You guys fucked like up. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, you, you got to admit they came out and they look good. No one wants to tackle Derrick Henry, even though he had only 57 yards, but he got in the end zone twice. They figured out a way to stop Josh Allen. Who's only 26 for 41. He still had his two touchdowns, but they just really slowed down this bills offense. And it's, it's because of those turnovers. If you, if, if the bills are able to take care of the football there, this is going to be a much closer game. It, yeah. Um, Josh Allen just needs to learn to, to, Take a breath, chill, because when you start getting hectic in the pocket, that's when you start making mistakes. And as a young quarterback, it still takes seasons and seasons to develop. Jameis Winston, like we were just talking about, has potential to be a really good quarterback. He's just got to learn to compose himself a little bit because he puts up some wicked numbers. Same thing with Josh Allen. He can put up wicked numbers. He just sometimes got to take a step back and take a breath. And just calm down. And that that goes for that whole Bills team. They're young and they got a lot of potential and a lot of lot of good stuff ahead of them. So if they can just breathe, relax, and have their coaching staff help guide them through what they're about to all experience, that this team could be building a dynasty in a very small market. Well, especially in that division. I mean, I, yeah. I've seen the the Patriots have taken a huge step down. The Jets aren't going anywhere soon. And the Dolphins, I'd give it two years before. I I guess two is probably going to be their starting quarterback in two years. I don't know how that's even going to work. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, no, it'll be exciting to see because we're getting to the point now where some of these older quarterbacks are getting phased out and the younger quarterbacks are getting phased in and this whole new generation is starting. Just it's shifting in all professional sports right now. So it really exciting to see what's coming in the 2020s. For sure. Let's talk week six. The one and three Lions take on the one and four Jaguars in Jacksonville. Detroit's actually favored by three as the road team. So you can read that as favored by six. <laughs> I mean, I do like the Lions to win this. I The Jaguars haven't impressed me since week one. And uh, even though LaVishka Chenault, who I called was going to have a really good rookie season. He is one of the best receivers on both of these teams right now, even above Kenny Galladay. But like, I don't know, Minshew, this Jaguars team is obviously not built to win right now. And I think the Lions, while they're also not, the Lions are one of those annoying teams that is going to compete with everyone. Yeah, well, I think both these teams are. And so now it's going to be fun to kind of see how the ankle biters go up against each other. <laughs> so um, I, I think honestly, th- there might be a little bit of something to prove for Gardner Minshew here because Matthew Stafford is considered one of the better quarterbacks from this last generation of quarterbacks. So if he can put up a good showing against Matthew Staff- Stafford, that it's going to look pretty good. Um, and also, I think this also gives Adrian Peterson an opportunity to make some noise because <laughs> Because I don't know if Jacksonville is going to really be able to handle him. So he's looked pretty good the last couple of weeks too. So for an old guy out of that backfield, I, I still don't want to see him. So Adrian Peterson is still, I mean, he's still Adrian Peterson. He's not prime AP. He's not a, he's not all day, no, but, AP, but his still. head is quick. 
he is still damn good. Fast, yeah. yeah. Uh, Texans Titans. I mean, the Titans are going to absolutely demolish this team. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to want to tackle Derrick Henry. Like we talked about that already, uh, especially as it, it's it's just going to get colder and colder and colder as we move into the winter. And that Texans defense isn't good enough anyway. We've seen A.J. Brown absolutely demolish this team last season twice. Um, and A.J. Brown looks good. Tannehill looks good. Derrick Henry looks good. It looks like this whole COVID situation did not really phase the Tennessee Titans. All right, so um, it, it almost seems like, duh, the Titans win this game. But, but, what's the conversation, Houston, if they win? Like, it, I, I mean, I'm just like, it, I feel like you're just like, wow, we wasted so, <clears throat> we wasted so much time with Bill O'Brien, so much time with Bill O'Brien. We just be man, Choi ties it up for the Rays. Let's go. Oh, that's right. Baseball's on. Baseball's happening. Yeah, I forgot about that. You know, <laughs> COVID only lets me think about two sports. And with basketball just ending, I didn't have enough to focus on baseball. Basketball. Nah, basketball's done. Now with now it's baseball. Well, time. yeah, but there's like four teams left. I don't care anymore. The Brewers aren't playing. The Yankees. You know, are we're out. almost at the fucking World Series. Who cares? Yeah, it's it's whatever. <laughs> it, it's no, I mean, season. listen, I the Texans looked good last week. Yeah. Do you know? Do you remember who they played last week? I know, I know, I, I get that, but I, 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 I think they're inspired. And you know what? I, you can but, be inspired all you want, but you're I gonna mean, run into a brick shit house that is the Tennessee Titans. ESPN's only got Texans favored sixty forty. So like that, if that says anything, listen, and, it's a four and zero team against a one and four team. <laughs> ESPN's on some shit. If you want to, normally like, they normally are. Yeah, no, I. It should be. A, it should be complete. Just shit show. Yeah, you should wipe them. I mean, fuck Jadavion Clowney against that offensive line. Oh, against his old team. Revenge game for Clowney. Yeah, they're killing them. They're killing them. Uh, the Bengals. Speaking of, the Bengals are taking on the three and two Colts. We saw Burrow- this is gonna be fun for Joe Burrow. It's not. It's be no. a ch- I know. Like, it's going to be a challenge. <laughs> it's like, going to be. No, no, no. So we saw Burrow against a good defense last week, and he did not do uh, well. I think uh, this 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 D-line is going to get lots of pressure. I think these linebackers are going to slow down Mixon. They're, they're going to have to throw another probably 60 passes or so with Joe Burrow. He's. It's going to be a, another rough day for him. Um, I think the Colts definitely win this. I mean, there, there's not too much to say. I think that defense is just going to take over. Yeah, I would think Joe Burrow is comfortable enough yet as a NFL quarterback to to really handle a team of this caliber. So they just showed G G Man in the uh, uh, in the dugout, and he just looked at one of his teammates and went, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Um, let's look at the Owen five Falcons with a new, uh, I, well, interim head coach. I don't even know who it is, to be honest. They, they got one. I mean, I would assume they just promoted from within probably offensive coordinator. If I had to guess, I have yeah. no clue. Um, but they're taking on the one in four Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Um, two, two good offenses. With two a, shit defenses. That, that's two games at noon. I won't be watching. Um, yeah, I'm not hyped. Um, they're honestly, there's just going to be better football on. So and I think the Falcons are going to get their first win. So that, but beyond that, not really much else. I actually, I actually like the Vikings. I like, I think the Falcons are staying 0 six here. You know the what? Vikings. Although it's without Dalvin, your cousins, I hate Kirk Cousins. Something I, no, about trust that me, I do too. Something I'm just about looking... that man, I just hate him. He looks like somebody that bullied kids in high school. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. He did go to Michigan State, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely Listen, a bully. Oh, man, they don't have Dalvin Cook, but the Falcons don't, the Falcons might not have Julio again. Oh. Now, what does that flip. do to things? Yeah, I was going to say, what does that do to things? I'm taking Minnesota still. Yeah, I went, no, with, Minnesota, I went with Minnesota. Uh, what game was that? Was that the Houston game where they were both 0-3 or something like that a few weeks? That was Minnesota's first win. 
So yeah. I'll yeah. take I'll take the Vikings in that matchup again. All right. Well, I'll take the Falcons on this one. So we'll we'll see how we did on Sunday. <laughs> Not happy about that, but whatever. Uh the one and three Broncos taking on the two and two Patriots. Cam Newton most likely will be back. He was at practice today asymptomatic so this isn't like he's coming off of an injury this is just him rested those legs are going to be looking good i was about to say this almost was good for him in a way against against this broncos team that it didn't get they have i think they're gonna have drew lock back but they still don't have Cortland sutton they don't have melvin gordon uh because of the unfortunate news with we're not gonna bring that i don't want to bring that up did you hear about that well, I, I know, so I know he got caught, but he had a purpose. I didn't hear about what the actual purpose was. It's still a, it's, well, it was DUI, wasn't it? Yeah. So like yeah. he got caught, he got DUI, but he was like doing something Like he had to go like pick someone up or something. That's still, like it, it was like an emergency situation, I guess. Okay. But, but I, 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 I haven't, that, that's the last that I heard. And even that was kind of. I mean, so, Philip Lindsay's a good go-to running back. You, yeah, you can't, he can't like, take a hit though. He he's tiny. Eh, so. I mean, I don't know. I he's not that much of a downgrade for Melvin Gordon right now in Melvin's well, career. Well, I was gonna say Melvin Gordon's about the same type of player too. Yeah. So, so I mean, Patriots are gonna win this, no problem. I, yeah. Broncos oh, yeah. just way too many injuries on a team that didn't really have much hope to begin with. So yeah. Um, speaking of teams with no hope, the one and four Washington football team versus the O and five um, giants. Okay. So that makes, let's see, uh, one game, two games, three games, four games, five games. I won't be watching at noon. I'm telling you, dude, NFL red zone is the way to go. <laughs> oh, no, I only need all of these noon games. I don't even want to watch. You only get to watch the red zone stuff. You'll only get to watch oh. anything that's about to score. The exciting parts of football. Like there's, there's like two games and th- maybe three games on here. I actually want to watch. I actually like the giants to win this game. I don't holy I, noon games. How many noon games are there this week? A lot. <laughs> holy. Yeah. Definitely. There's only two. Zone. There's only two. Uh, three oh fives and a seven in the seven clock the the rings uh no there's a there's a 305 there's a 325 and then there's the sunday night oh that's right because packers bucks is 325 correct so why why aren't they playing sunday night nobody wants to see the the rams and the niners that would have been going into the season that's a big matchup I guess going into the season, it is. And probably before the schedules are made, I don't think Brady had made his decision. So that's not a big game for the Packers versus. Okay. You know what I, yeah, I I don't know. That's just. How I interpret it. I mean, with the schedule flip flop in these days, it could have been an easy switch around. (laughs) I actually like the Giants to win this. Um, This is going to be a, an ugly game, but. If Kyle Allen's at quarterback, which he is, I don't, I don't like, I, I like Dar- Daniel Jones. I like Devonta Freeman. He's actually looked pretty good for them in the few, first few games. Yeah. I like, I like them to win this. Not much so about to say. Hasks, baby. Dude. Oh, I, w- I want to see Alex Smith in there. I really, I no. don't, I don't, but I do <laughs> not dude. Dwayne Haskins is the future. Mm-mm. He's just, he's in a tough spot. He needs to play out of his funk. I'm telling you third string D hat. No, no, he is not. He is like, he legitimately is on the depth chart. <laughs> I, I know, but like, you know, he's not though. Uh, not a third string. I would. And I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean, on I, this I, roster. I think, I think D has might be my new Joe Flacco and Joe Flacco retired. Oh no. Even oh, though boy. Joe Flacco is back, baby. <laughs> So speaking of Joe Flacco, well, not really, but the Ravens taking on the Eagles. Uh, I mean, the Ravens are going to run all over the Eagles. I think this is going to be closer than people think because the Eagles, the listen, Miles Sanders, they're using him now as a three down back. We saw what he could do last week against Pittsburgh and Carson Wentz is figuring something out. They competed against the Steelers defense last week and they're at home. I'm just saying it's going to be close. I'm not saying they have any chance of winning. But it's going to be a closer game. It's going to be like seven or ten points. 
So I think Carson Wentz is starting to figure out what color of the uniforms his team has. Um, that's what he's figuring out. And where how many that hard? He was green in college too. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you would think that, right? Oh, but the ground is the same color too, which is also an issue he seems to be having. So, um, I I have no hope for the Eagles. Absolutely, I think people are giving Carson Wentz too much credit. He's playing like garbage. Like the Listen, last he played week, good last week. Yeah, lightning strikes once. They're every staying. Week. They're staying in games the the past few weeks. The, this is gonna bring you back down to earth. This we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Carson Wentz next week, like we're talking about him last couple weeks. Again, like, I'm not man, saying they're. They I'm made not saying they're good. Get rid of Nick Foles, and I'm not saying yeah, they're good, no. but they beat the 49ers, and they. Ah, yeah, we the 49ers are. Yeah. We, we know it's about still a good defense. Those are two good defenses and they put up 25 and 29 points. Again, I'm not saying they're going to beat the Ravens. There's no way they're going to beat the Ravens. No, but the Eagles no. are looking better and better every week. They are improving. They're figuring stuff out and they're only going to get healthier. Knock on wood. <laughs> I was about to say you, you best be careful. When's next time I go play at MetLife. <laughs> Listen, I just want someone in the East to get their shit together so that Andy Dalton and the Cowboys don't go to the playoffs and Dak doesn't end up with a job next. I mean, he's going to, but he deserves a job with the Cowboys as yeah. much as I hate that. I can't believe I'm campaigning for it, but he deserves a job. But if that, if, if Dalton ends up bringing them to the playoffs and a winning record, like I, there's going to be so to much add, add to the QB surplus, man, Andy Dalton, making it worse. I wanted him in Jacksonville to be honest, but that was before that was before Gardner. Um, all right. What do we got next? Where the fuck were we? Here we go. Brown Steelers. I actually am very excited for this game. This, this will be a good one. This one, this actually might be one I keep on. I, the matchup is crazy. I mean, both yeah. defenses have been playing very well. Both offenses have been playing very well. It all depends on how chase Claypool, the rookie wide receiver for Pittsburgh can perform because I, if Deontay Johnson is out again, it's going to have to be Claypool on the outside while Juju is running the slot. And, you know, Juju is probably going to have a big game because Cleveland's been weak against the slot this year. It's but when you the Steelers just let off a big game against Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt probably is going to have a big game filling in for Nick Chubb again. It's going to be an interesting game. I like Pittsburgh still. I still like the consistency of their team, especially if you look at just taking quarterbacks. I'm taking Big Ben over Baker Mayfield any day. But it's this is going to be a good game. This is going to be good AFC West or AFC North football. Well, you can buy tickets to this game. You can actually get in. They're starting at 230 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that definitely going to be good football. Um, We're going to need to see some old school OBJ. If, if the Browns want any chance at winning this game, because that, that Steelers defense is prepared and ready. So I, I and they've seen him before for years. They know what to expect. They know how to guard them. So it's the fact, can Baker get OBJ the ball and can they get their offense consistently moving down the field? So I, I, I like Pittsburgh as well in this game. I think big Ben and just consistency is just, is really key this season. And we've seen that with the Packers too. consistency with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously it leads to success. Look who's undefeated. So Strong defenses, consistent offenses lead to wins in the NFL in 2020 while the <clears throat> world's on fire. The four and one bears. <laughs> so, so I, I don't understand how this I, I like, I want to punch something every time I hear someone say the four and one bears. I'm, like, not even, <laughs> I'm not even angry about it. I'm genuinely confused. <laughs> that, no, I'm like so angry because I'm confused. It's like, it's just like winning Chicago and then like sheer fucking luck. Like it's, it's just hovering over all of it. Yeah. And we, and listen, we oh. saw them good. What the, the two, was it two seasons ago? They won the division. They were, they looked good. They were good. They Their were offense good. looked good. Their defense was dominant. They learned they how to good. build with a bad quarterback. And then last year, Trubisky didn't look good. And Nagy's offense didn't look good. And that defense started to lose faith in the offense. And that impacted their play. And now I don't know what happened because they still don't look good, but they're winning. I that's very ugly. It's kind of hey, it's kind of what the Packers were doing last year. 
yeah, but it, I don't want to say that. Uh, but it, it is. Opti- it optically looks a lot different when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback and he's the reason no, why he's the reason carrying your team over your team carrying your quarterback. But it's still uh, they're winning ugly. And as so long here, as you're winning, here's how they're, they're, they're going to win every game they play for the rest of the season, except when they play the Packers. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that one out because this is going to be a little bit of a ramble. So oh, basically what's going to have to happen here is they're going to have to start Mitch Trubisky every game, right? They let him play the first half. He's going to throw an interception or two. It's chill. You know why? Because big dick Nick is going to come in in the second half. And it's okay because he only knows how to play in the third and fourth quarter. If you play him in the first and second quarter, he is completely fucking useless the rest of the game, as we have seen. So if you're going to have two good good quarterbacks on your roster, for those listening, I'm doing hard air quotes on good. Use them. Use them both the way they should be. Mitch Trubisky can start a game, kind of, and and Nick Foles can end a game, kind of. So, you know, maybe uh, you use them together. Am, am, I, am I crazy for thinking that? Yes, because you shouldn't have to make those decisions. You should have a starting quarterback. <laughs> yes, but is that a crazy idea for the Bears right now? Because here's the thing. We, their offense doesn't adjust too much based on who's playing quarterback. It really is based on who plays better in the first half and who plays better How in the motivated. second half. How motivated are you as if, if you're Mitch Trubisky, knowing that you're starting that game and you're not going to be able to have a chance to win or lose the game? Okay, here, here's the thing about Mitch Trubisky, and this is why I really hate him as a Packers fan. The reason why he's sticking around in Chicago is because he's bought into their system. So... No, it's because they drafted him with a second pick overall. But but, <laughs> but he the, the thing, though, the reason why they keep giving him chances with Nick Foles on their roster is that he's bought into their system. Now, Nick Foles has obviously taken over the opportunities more so now. But I, if, if, you're, if you are Mitch Trubisky and you're looking at this situation like, well, Nick Foles is either going to play the whole game or I can play the first half and he'll finish the game look at it that way because right now nick Foles plays the full game and mitch sits and he's the backup i'm just trying to figure out David but like, I'm, I'm thinking money ball man yeah i mean listen at this point i sure <laughs> do whatever and they need to do with that their best situation. wins if you think about it their two best wins were lined up kind of like that where mitch played mostly in the first half and nick Foles played mostly in the second half and look what happens you know the fact that David Montgomery is only averaging 50 yards a game. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know how they're winning games. It's literally witchcraft. The Panthers are winning this game. That, that, I mean, we spent way too much time on this already. You know what? I hate myself for saying this, but no, the Bears are going to win this game. No, the Panthers are winning. I hate myself for saying it, but it's going to happen. Teddy Bridgewater and his new number one wide receiver, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, but Christian one McCaffrey of the- is still gone, isn't he? But Mike Davis, dude, Mike Davis has looked like one of the best backs I, in football. I agree that he's looked good. But, dude, the Bears, man, I, I hate it. I hate it so much. Panthers. And you know what's um, going to happen? We're going to come back Sunday night, and I'm going to be like, I hate this. I hate this so much, but the Bears won. The Dolphins basically have a bye week when they play New York. Don't need to talk about that game. <laughs> Wait, where are they playing? Where are they playing? It's important. In, in Miami. Okay, that's good. Nobody um, on the Dolphins are going to get hurt this week. The Packers and the Buccaneers. I, we know, listen, if you have listened whoa, to this podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. ESPN favoring the Bucks. I mean, the line is Green Bay minus one. Oh. Listen. Listen, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know my feelings on both of these teams. I don't think I need to explain how much I like the Packers in this game. <laughs> Listen, Devontae Adams is coming back. Aaron Jones is healthy. Jamal Adams is healthy. With Mar- Marquez as a number two is healthy. Robert Tonian is one of the best tight ends in the league right now. And this defense is playing So good. rested. So rested. Like... I well, I think 
the rest the of the NFL. The only person we're missing is Alan Lazard. And if we had Alan Lazard, and you I know would say what? Packers by 30. And, and you know what? Without Alan, Alan Lazard, eh, like, it, it sucks. Like, he's nice to have, definitely. He's a solid. I think Lazard yeah. is a solid number two. Yeah, legit, no, definitely. I believe I, that now. I think any 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 four like fourth level on the depth chart wide receiver is a number two, and Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. So put some respect on that no, man's name. He, he is good. He is a four. He is a fourth level on the depth chart on any other team in the NFL right now. But because of Aaron Rodgers being I an say any absolute other team, just just about. All right. So put some respect on his name. <laughs> um, but. I'm saying he's higher than fourth. On, oh, really? On a couple, no. On a, oh, on a, oh at least. No, the, oh, yeah. No, I'm saying at least every team he's fourth. Oh, okay. At least yeah, the yeah. fourth best wide. I was saying he's a, he's at least second or third on a lot of rosters. Oh, yeah. No, definitely at least fourth. I thought you were saying like I don't know about. It. I was like, yeah. whoa, man. Yeah. No, I I really just I I don't understand what ESPN is on in, in this. Listen, I could be biased. I've done this before where I look no, at no, games. No, 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 no. You're not biased. We've broken down these teams in non-biased formats before. And we the Bucks just lose to? The Bears? <laughs> the, the thing is, they're so inconsistent. They're so wildly inconsistent. Hold on. Tom Hold on. Brady is not Tom Brady anymore. Hold on. ESPN. ESPN. I don't give a shit if I'm going to work for you in the future. I don't care right now. You're trying to tell me. That Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, who just lost to the fucking Bears, <laughs> are gonna be are now Packers. favored. Are now favored against Aaron Rodgers and the rested coming off a bye Green Bay Packers. And also remember, undefeated out of, out of just about any other team in the NFL besides the Patriots, I think the Packers are at a supreme advantage coming off of any rest. Now let, let's take a step back even farther. Devontae Adams was ready to go the week before the bye week. So this man was out that week, was out bye week. Now he's ready. To... I don't want to say the Packers are unbeatable because I want to like fall in Titanic syndrome right now. They're not. I've looked at their games and I think there's four games specifically that I'm worried about. Yeah, they're definitely it, not unbeatable, but like they look fucking good. When you've got Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, like, does it matter anymore? Like, really? Like, some of these dudes that he's throwing to are no names besides Devontae Adams. Until Aaron, Adams back. Until he throws the ball to him, that's the thing. So, that, then they get names. So, by the way, is Jake getting picked up anywhere? Kumaro, I believe he's on the Bills practice squad. Okay. If I remember correctly, maybe that um, means he'll get some time when guys get hurt later. I was going to, I was going to pull out a stat about bye weeks for the Packers, but we played 49ers after the bye week last year. So I can't do that. Um, mm, that yeah. was a different, uh, that's the 49. Listen, uh, the Bucks defense. And that was is not a late bye week too. Wasn't it? It was week nine into week 10, I think, or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. I it just, wasn't that late. I just closed it. Um, listen, the, 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 the Buccaneers, don't have the defense to, to slow down Aaron Jones, let alone Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. And the they they're gonna put up points. They'll probably put up 20, 25 points against this Packers team. But, but like the Packers know how to defend this type of offense. Yeah. Like they they throw the they had now. I will say to Tampa Bay's credit, they've been using their tight ends a lot more than I was expecting them to. That's fine. Which no, which is good because it's diversifying their offense. It's I was going to say more targets. He needs them. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph didn't do shit against us. TJ Hawkinson didn't do shit. Jared yeah. Cook didn't do shit. Hayden Hurst didn't do shit. Yeah, I, we've slowed down three very good offenses, yeah. or four very good offenses, I should say. Sorry, we've slowed down yeah. four very good offenses, and this is a solid Green Bay Packers defense that we saw from last season. Not as explosive, but Jair Alexander is one of the best that we've spent too much. I already. <laughs> This is the absolute best case scenario for the Packers going up against this team. Also to mention Aaron Rodgers is playing in a warm climate. Loves it. So, he yeah. Loves it. Yeah. I mean, he His has definitely gotten used to the cold stuff, but he loves the warm stuff. Might as well be a home game. Might as well put him in a dome where he's even better. Might as well. 
Um, all right. Sunday night, Rams 49ers. I actually really yeah. like the Rams. Yeah, no, me too. I, I think the 49ers are one of the most dysfunctional franchises right now in football, and that's saying a lot. Because when you're looking at the, the landscape of NFL football, there's some shit. Hanson. What? Hanson. We just talked about a high school football team playing the Dolphins. And you want to talk about the team that was in the Super Bowl last year? Yes. No, Hanson. Don't, don't me explain Hanson. why. Don't me explain Hanson. why. Do you know how many injuries they have on that team right now? Yes. Of course, they're going to look dysfunctional. They're not. Yes. They three of the best defensive players in the league. They have one of the best running offenses in the league. I, I would argue Kyle Shanahan's one of the best offensive minds in the league right now. Can I finish, please? <laughs> okay. So what I'm getting at is I don't want them to fall into warrior syndrome. Now, I bring up the Warriors again in this podcast when referring to a football team, but this is a little different. So last year when the Warriors all got hurt, like the whole team was fucking hurt the whole season. They're messing around with the roster. They brought in Andrew Wiggins, but that was bringing around big money. That was like a third of their cap space. They fucked around with some stuff. So what the 49ers have to be really careful with going into this offseason, or at least going in up to the trade deadline, maybe if they're feeling it, probably not. They're they're quarterback hunting. I I don't think they're going with Jimmy Garoppolo anymore, right? You, you think they're sticking with them? They have money tied in with them. And it's not and it's we not about Jimmy. Brand, it's, we, we, it's not about Jimmy. It's about the running game. And it's about the off and it's about that defense being dominant. They're gonna spend money on the defense. They're gonna shore up the offensive line because Raheem Mostert is, I think, the fast probably the second or third fastest behind McCall Hardman and Tyree Kill. One of the fastest players in the NFL. He's going to be a good running back. Plus, you have uh Tevin Coleman coming back off injury and JD McKissick. Yes. So okay, so if you're San if you're San Francisco, are you pulling what the Packers did a couple weeks ago and like resting like your top players a little extra for different reasons? Like you don't necessarily need to win games here now, right? Like I know it's only week six and it might be a little this game if you're healthy enough to play, you're playing in this game. Because it's early enough. Yeah. It's it's Sunday night, it's early enough in the season. They still have a bye coming up. Um, and it's a big divisional game too. Um the Packers felt like yeah, the Packers. The Packers felt like against Atlanta, they can sit Devonte. You know, yeah, and I, yeah. I completely agree with that. I agree too. Yeah, and well, I think also too, like you, like if the Rams win this game, that really that shifts some things in the rankings that are going to be kind of hard to unshift. So, I, 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 like you, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't think about that with how decisive this game early in the season can be. This might be a, a, a shifting point for the 49ers. So. Because maybe they tank and try to get a good quarterback. Because you have to remember, you might have Jimmy G on your on your payroll, and he might be costing you a bunch. But quarterbacks out of the draft aren't necessarily that expensive. You don't even necessarily have to tank. I mean, we've seen quarter. I mean, fuck, Russell well, Wilson was drafted in like the fourth the fourth round. Like you can even get, if you use your, if you're in the end of the first round, even we've seen. I mean, Jordan Love was taken by the Packers with like five picks, six picks left in the first round. They have a week eleven bye. So I mean that could change at any fucking moment, but still. Yeah, true. But I I don't see the point of winning games right now. If you have a team that's rested, that's hurt and resting, lose a bunch of games, get good draft picks, build out from there. So I mean it it, it the process works. The Sixers built a good team in in Philly, so did they? <laughs> well, they did. They did but they had poor management and picked the wrong players. They had opportunities to go different ways. That was a management situation. That was not a player situation. Well, it was players, but it was a management at, at its, at its core. So same situation with San Francisco. They just have to make sure they pick out the right pieces. So they have money to spend theoretically. So four o'clock central time, Monday, the four and one chiefs taking on the four and one bills, both coming off of their first losses of the season, which team can bounce back. I actually am sticking with my pick that I made earlier this week when I was talking about this game for UW TV. I think Buffalo's winning this game. Oh, fanboy, fanboy. Listen, listen. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's not playing in this game. If he is, he's not majority of the state. It's still Clyde. This is still going to be, listen, I still like Tredavious White against Tyreek Hill or whoever, because Sammy Watkins is out for this game. 
There's no Sammy. It's either Tyreek or Mikol. And then you look at Clyde, who's been good, but this Buffalo team's been good on defense. Ed Oliver, these guys on this defensive line, they looking good. Josh Allen's going to have a bounce back game. They know what he's going to watch that film. He's going to come out hungry. He's going to prove himself against Josh Allen or against Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm serious. I like, this isn't even a bit, this isn't even me favoring. I think the bills have a very good matchup against this Kansas city team. For the first time, you might leave me speechless on this show. Um, not easy to do. I, um, the only thing Buffalo has going for him in this game, actually, I'll give him two. It's in Buffalo. That that helps. Listen, the the second also- thing, the second thing is, the Chiefs have looked shake have looked shaky, occasionally, ish. So think about that. Think- okay, it, now the thing here is, if the Bills catch them, if the, if the Chiefs have a bad quarter, the Bills are a team that are good enough to win the game. But the thing is, I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs come in with a different mindset playing a team like this. They know how good the Bills are. Did we think the Raiders were going to win last week? No. No one did. Listen, the last three games for the Chiefs, they played the Chargers and Justin Herbert against that pretty tough defense. They figured something out. They slowed down Mahomes. Then they played New England, who knows how to defend Patrick Mahomes. They slowed down Patrick Mahomes. And then you look at the Raiders, who don't even have that great of a defense. It's just solid. They slowed down Mahomes, and they outplayed uh, Mahomes. If there's another offense and defense combination that can do this, it's Buffalo. I think I think Mahomes is losing two straight for the first time in his NFL career. I I was about to to that to might not just, be a true. I was fact. I was about to flip that around. No, I'm pretty sure that's true. I don't think he's ever lost two games in a row in his career. Did he ever lose two? Did he at least lose in NFL, because I don't know Texas about Texas Tech. Tech. I'm, I'm trying to think if he ever did lose two in a row at Texas Tech. Because I don't know if he has. <laughs> but I teams this good don't lose twice in a row. I'm you're crazy if you think I Sammy, the loss of Sammy Watkins is bigger than I think people okay. think. If you're if you're so high and mighty on this, I want you to put money on this game. Okay, how much? Ten bucks. I don't want you to, I don't want you to like go nuts on it but i want you to put 10 bucks on this game i will okay i'll show you i get paid tomorrow i'll show you all right sounds what good is the line minus five minus five yeah i'm taking buffalo plus five easy easy okay. i'll take the under because there's gonna be a lot of running under 57 and a half life's too short to bet the under but you know what fuck it <laughs> i love this game i'm all about this game i'm yep we're doing okay. it okay all right yeah i mean I, Speaking of the under, oh yeah. my god! Yeah, Ooh, I don't know though. Listen, we don't know a lot. We're gonna have a lot of questions going into this game. The Cardinals taking on the Cowboys. I was kind of hoping two, they were gonna flip the time slots on this one. You know, that's probably not a terrible idea for ratings wise. Yeah. Um, but because this would have been a really good warm up game. Although that would su- no, because that would because the Bills they're playing East Coast here, like. That oh, be, that, yeah, yeah, East Coast, West Coast time. Yeah, yeah. that wouldn't that wouldn't be good. Ah, um, stupid. Yeah, that wouldn't be good for no. Um, but either way, uh, Cardinals Cowboys. I don't even know, man. <laughs> Both. I don't know what this Cowboys offense is going to be with Dalton. I think uh, I've heard people say that Dalton is basically going to be seventy five percent of Dak, which is still really fucking good. That just sounds like Dak without the the legs part. Like that. That's isn't that kind of like what Andy Dalton is? Like Andy Dalton's got a good like five to 25 yard bullet pass and then now, realistically this should just be zeke's team but i don't their defense isn't good enough for well, it to just be zeke's team not even that like if you got a guy like andy dalton's a starting quarterback in the nfl still on, on a crappy team on a crappy team i andy dalton falls victim to the quarterback surplus in the nfl i said it like six times today i don't give a shit but there's a there's a reason there's a quarterback surplus. It's because there's better quarterbacks than some of these backups. <laughs> I, like, I th- well, I, I think there we get confused between better and younger because there's franchises that choose young over better sometimes. So 
I, I think Andy Dalton is one of those guys that's definitely like we're seeing it right now in Washington where they let young play for so long and now they're choosing better over young. Most likely. I mean, Kyle Allen's still pretty young. <laughs> well, but D hash is like their future. Their I don't know. I, I like the talent of Kyler Murray against this offense, especially yeah. the arguably the number one wide receiver in the league right now, just because of how you I look love at, that tandem, man. Such I, a good tandem. I mean, you look at what, like, cause you can't really say uh, Michael Thomas or Devonte because they've been injured. Like you have to almost, I, I don't, I don't want to say default cause that sounds disrespectful, but Deandre Hopkins has been playing okay. like the number one receiver. Honestly, no, that I don't think that's disrespectful at all because if you're getting, if you're being so good that you're getting defaulted as the best in the league, I think that says that speaks volumes about the level of play that you're at. I'm because saying like, default because the other two haven't played that much. I, but like, but how good are the other two? I mean, that's pretty what, damn good. That's what I'm saying. It, when you're that good and you're in the league of those, yeah. like, and cause you're the default. Cause the other two got hurt. Like, come on, man. Like you're in some pretty big company. This I might actually hit the over on this one because this one's really both defense. I mean, the Cardinals lost Chandler Jones now. Both defenses are not looking great. And the Cardinals have been explosive when especially throwing the ball like they haven't been particularly great on the ground. Surprisingly. I don't know, man. I, I just don't know that. Oh, God, the Cardinals are actually favored. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sticking, I'm sticking with the Cardinals. Yeah. I, I, I like, don't know what I like Kyler Murray. Yeah, I, I just I like Kyler Murray and Deandre Hopkins. Like that that combo is just amazing. Like that's some shit that you put like a mutt. Like that's not even like it, it still it's hard to register that that's an actual combination. Agreed. Um Saints, Raiders, Chargers, Seahawks all on bye. Good for the Saints. I'd say the Seahawks, that's probably good for them. Raiders, I think, wanted to ride that wave if they could have kept going. Well, I, I'd say I think the Seahawks might be in the same boat because they probably could have used a couple more games and then had their bye. Because they got they got a couple injuries with Jamal Adams and a couple other guys on that defensive side. I, of the I ball. guess if you want to get your nagging injuries, yeah. And uh, in the week. same with the Chargers, both of their wide receivers. I they got to figure something out with that running back situation, which I think they kind of have with Eckler gone. But I want to get an interview with an NFL player and ask him how many quarter zone shots they can give in a, in a bye week. Think about like think about how many because we we already saw once this season with a quarterback going down because of a shot, uh, a pain shot because of a broken rib. Okay. So, like how well, but like how often do they give these shots? So that's what I want to know. Pretty often. Sounds like, like yeah, like it sounds like super if often. You're not a hundred percent. I guarantee you, you get a shot. <laughs> that which is wild. That there's no way that's healthy. Like there, there's got to be some issues with that. Maybe. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Um, pretty exciting. I mean, not as exciting as the first few weeks of games, but there are some big matchups. You know, uh, if you're in the noon football, you're going to have a great <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> we talked about Packers Buccaneers. That's I think that's going to be a good game. I, as much as a mis mismatch as that is, I think it's still going to be a fun story. I think there's still going to be good moments uh, on both sides of the ball. I think the Falcons Vikings, that's going to be hammer the over 54 hammer that. Like that's going to be such a fun game to watch. I think both good offenses, especially Justin Jack, uh, Justin Jefferson. Do we see a hundred combined points? Ooh, both teams hit fifty. Maybe, because if that's going to happen this week, that's the game. Because here's the what I would normally say is the Vikings get a lead and then they run with Delvin Cook and that runs out the clock. But Delvin Cook's not there, and yes, Alexander Madison I think is a great backup. I they're not. That's not going to be the same. Like I think. It's, I think there, it, I think you're right. It's going to be a very high scoring. If it's not 100, it's going to be very close. It's, it's going to be lit. <laughs> Texans, Titans battling for the division. Not really, but that should still be a decent game. Washington, Giants. <laughs> that, like, I cannot wait to watch another high school football game on national television. Lamar's going to have some highlights against Philly. That's for damn sure. Cleveland and yeah. Pittsburgh, we talked about. I think the Panthers, Bears should be a, nitty gritty you know really fun football game i i think there's good and then chiefs bills too i think that chiefs bills probably game of the week in my opinion like that's gonna oh, be a really yeah. good game so yeah i'm pretty excited so 
follow us on Twitter at FRKO Podcast. Follow me at Howard J. Dingers. Follow Hanson at Hanson McElvain. And, uh, you know, subscribe. iTunes, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts from. Give us a review on iTunes. I think that's it. We'll see you Sunday night for the review of it, for the recap of all these games. Uh, so many noon games. <laughs> so many noon games. And who knows? Maybe we'll have a World Series matchup by then, too. So, maybe. Thanks for listening. See you next time. still can help with the disposition of just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust beyond belief, so catch us going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the play. Run, tongue drips, lights down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations, pockets gained a little weight, like my ex bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking, been in Tetris. Never measure up, cause we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with palace and pre logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with palace and pre logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo.